0: Hello and welcome to Woodrow's Wishlist NBA Podcast. I'm Evan Woodson and on today's show I'm going to be talking about the uh, Raptors and the Cavs Game 1, going into depth in that. Uh, I'm going to talk about the upcoming game for Boston and Philly and kind of what I'm leaning towards in that series. And I'm going to recap the game that just finished up right now, uh, Utah Jazz and the um, Houston Rockets. So let's get right into it. Uh, so last night's game, uh, Houston or sorry, uh, Cleveland and Toronto, uh, you know, I watched the whole game. Coming into the series, I was kind of expecting that uh, Cleveland would lose game one. I thought the Raptors would take it, and I actually didn't think it was going to be that close. You know, LeBron's complaining about deep being tired, and you know, obviously he's going to be ready to go, but he, he did look a little tired in that game. Didn't shoot the ball particularly well. You know, I kind of thought the Raptors were going to steal one. I like Cleveland in seven uh, just because I think they have a a good home court advantage based on the fact that the Raptors, you know, their bench is really young. And, you know, we've seen these playoffs, young guys struggle on the road in these series. Um, So, you know, I kind of thought that Raptors would steal a game, steal game one, and then, you know, it would kind of go back and forth and Cleveland would eventually take it in seven. Um, But, you know, and watching the game, watching the beginning, you know, Raptors are looking really good. It's finally looking like they're going to, you know, finally surpass LeBron. Lowry's playing well. DeRozan's playing well. You know, they're getting contributions from their bench. Um, And, you know, then they just do their classic uh, Toronto kind of choke job. You know, three tippins to uh, win the game. They can't do that. You know, and then in overtime, as soon as overtime hit, I I knew Cleveland was going to win. There was no doubt in my mind. I just didn't think that Toronto was going to be able to control overtime. Um... You know, they have, they had some opportunities to win the game, uh, you know, Fred Van Fleet, but, and the thing is, the whole thing, you know, they changed their offense so they could deal with LeBron and a more ball movement offense, uh, you know, which has worked all season. But I think in that last uh, final seconds of overtime where they get Fred Van Fleet, that open shot, you know, DeRozan's got to be a bit more selfish there. They're only down one. He's got to take it. He's got to be the guy, you know, nothing wrong with passing up an open shot, but Fred Van Fleet. He hasn't looked great, you know. He's he's hounded by that shoulder injury. Didn't shoot the ball well, uh, you know. I don't think they're going to be able to rely much on him going forward. I think it's going to have to be more Delon Wright. It's got to be Delon Wright as that fifth guy in those final minutes, not Van Fleet. So he misses that shot, you know. Raptors lose. And, you know, it was kind of a meltdown. It was a choke job. I definitely thought the Raptors were going to win Game One. Uh, still pick Cavs in seven, but now I'm kind of thinking leaning towards it might be exited even sooner than that. Because this game 2 is a must win. If Toronto goes down 2-0 to the Cavs, they have no chance. Uh, They're going to lose this series. Um, And uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Game 2 is a must win. And that's kind of where I also have a problem with Toronto. It's just, can they win a must win game against this Cleveland team? Because they haven't, you know, they haven't played well with their backs against the wall. It's LeBron James. So we'll see what happens. You know, I'm really excited for this game. Game 2 is going to be a really good game you know, we'll see what happens, but if you're, if you're Cleveland, you're feeling great right now, you know, you get excellent contributions from J.R. Smith, you know, finally, first Cav, other than LeBron, to score 20 points in a game, he hits five threes, you get Kyle Korver, he hits five threes, you know, a lot of people are saying that's not sustainable, but I think it is, you know, Kyle Korver's, every time he catches his ball and has a wide open three, and he even missed a couple that I was surprised, I think the ball is going in, um, I think that, you know, J.R. Smith, he loves to play against the Raptors. LeBron loves to play against the Raptors. I think he's in the Raptors' heads right now. And, you know, I'm just kind of, that was kind of why I thought the Cavs would win. And I'm still sticking with that. Uh, you know, their bench matches what Toronto did. And I think they have just as good of a bench as Toronto. I know Toronto's bench is younger and Cleveland's bench is inconsistent. But with the resurgence of Tristan Thompson, you know, he's going to be coming off the bench He's just as good as not, if not better than, probably better than any of these Raptors that they bring in the game. You know, Jeff Green can play, you know, Rodney Hood and Jordan Clarkson haven't had great series, but they can both play. I'm expecting one of them to to have a good game in one of these series. And I just think they're going to be a little too much for LeBron, or for Toronto. I think LeBron is, is too much. He's in their head psychologically. Uh, I don't think Toronto's going to be able to get past the hump. You know, this is a must-win game, and I just don't think that they have the firepower to do it. Um... You know, LeBron doesn't have a great game. He only shot 12 for 30 from the field. You know, 1 for 8 for 3. He still had 26 points and, you know, a triple-double. But it wasn't one of his best scoring games. And I think he's going to explode in Game 2. I think he's going to have a huge comeback game. I think he's going to put up 40. Um, you know, I think, I think this is going to be Cleveland's game to win. And I think they're, they're ultimately going to go on to win this series pretty easily now. I know it was only a one-point game in overtime. But I still think that that was just the Raptors' chance to win to kind of get this series under control and, you know, kind of put Cleveland away. And they were unable to do it. And I think that's really going to come back to bite them. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, kind of from here on, I'm, I'm picking Cleveland to uh, win, this, win this series. Uh, switch gears to the um, Boston and Philadelphia series. This series, I thought at, from the beginning, was going to be a tough series for Boston or sorry, for Philadelphia, uh, you know, Boston kind of emulates a lot of what Miami does. They're very well coached, you know, and Boston is very, very well coached. I think Brad Stevens is is the best coach in the NBA. He's my vote for uh, coach of the year. I just think they're, you know, they're very well coached. They're very good defensively. They move the ball. They don't really rely just on one person. And we saw that in, in game in game one, you know, and, and you could say that, oh, you know, the, the 76ers only shot 19% from the three point line. You know, Ben Simmons wasn't great. Their their role players didn't step up. You know, Covington is one guy that really needs to step up. He's got to figure it out and come to play. But I thought this would be a six or seven game series. I'm kind of leaning towards a seven game series. You know, Boston hasn't won on the road, so you know we'll see what happens with Philadelphia. But you know Philly's got to get this game um, for their confidence. You know, and and Boston's just been playing exceptional basketball. Terry Rozier probably a top 15 point guard in the NBA right now you know he was sensational last night outplayed Ben Simmons you know at those 29 points hit some big shots you know getting the crowd going and you know he's he's just a completely different animal at home you know hasn't been playing well on the road but we'll see we'll see what happens at home he's a beast Um, and I think that's going to be going to be problematic for Philadelphia going into game two Uh, you know you get contributions from everyone across the board anyone they throw in there is going to play well you know, Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines hits two threes, and he was two for two from the three. You know, it's just guys like that. They're coming in, playing with confidence. They're battling. They're fighting. You know, Al Horford with those 26 points. You know, he's a matchup problem for Embiid because he's going to bring Embiid out of the out to the three point line. And if Embiid's not going to come out there, then he's just going to hit threes. And if Embiid does decide to come out there, you know, they're going to have those easy driving lanes because you know we saw the 76ers without Embiid in the paint. They have no rim protection. Um, you know, we saw that in that game with, with LeBron where he was just dunking over Ilyasova. Um, so, you know, Horford's a, Horford's a tough matchup for Embiid. You know, on the opposite side of the floor, Embiid had a great game. Uh, you know, he's, he's going to continue to have good games. But Philadelphia needs more. They need more from their other guys. You know, they need more from Bellinelli. who was terrible. And if he's not shooting the ball well, he's, he's a minus out there because he can't defend anybody. You know, they need more out of Sova. That bench has to be better. T.J. McConnell needs to be better. Uh, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not ready to panic yet on on uh, Philadelphia. I still think they're going to win this series in seven. But I think this is going to be a tough series and a lot tougher than everyone thinks. You know, Philly showed their youth in that first game. Uh, so you know, it's it's kind of you know they didn't really have a lot of challenges against Miami. Maybe game two, but they bounced back well. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, moving forward if they can kind of bounce back from adversity. I still like them in this series. Um, you know, and then and then the Marcus Smart factor. You know, coming and I thought they would you would see a lot of Marcus Smart on um, on Ben Simmons to kind of rattle him and get at him. And you know, Marcus Smart did exactly that. He's a beast. You know, so those are my that's my update for for that. And uh, you know, this is Woodrow's wish list. You can find me on Twitter at GringoTime, and and uh, hope you enjoyed the pod.